0: Last week, I took my three young adult children to a youth business conference run by my mentor. And oh my gosh, it might be one of my favorite personal development trips with my kids ever. I want to share my biggest takeaway because what I thought it was for them ended up being filled with lessons that can help photographers too. And hopefully my trip can inspire you to consider investing in your kiddos as well. I'm a little bit obsessed with business trips and education. It's actually one of my top strengths. If you've ever done the Clifton Strengths Finder, it's a pretty cool assessment. You can buy the book. It's like 15 bucks and then you go online first and take the assessment and then kind of build your life around your strengths. And I'm big into those assessments and I'm big into learning what makes me tick and what my strengths and weaknesses are, because I think self-awareness is important for all of us. And my number one strength is learner. I'm learning, learning, learning all the time. And I want my kids to be lifelong learners. I want them to be about growth. And so throughout their life, I've taken them to different conferences Some are personal development for kids. I've taken them, when I've gone to the National Speaker Association Conference, they have a youth program. And I've taken them to that where they hear all of these amazing speakers. And I've done some that they didn't like so much. (laughs) And then, of course, I've taken them to conferences with other adults, just business conferences. But a lot of times they can't go to them for my girls, especially because of sports. So my son has gotten to go to a lot more than my daughters have. But this year, for whatever reason, everybody was able to go. And we took a bonus kiddo, (laughs) Sammy, who maybe you've met on one of our past podcasts, but she is my intern and she has been for three years. She was 15 years old when she started working here, very part time. She edits these podcasts. Hi, Sammy. She edits different videos that we make and she's super creative. And so I wanted her to be able to go experience that as she's going out to college out the door. I feel like it's my little baby too. She's been such a big part of our life here. And when I realized my mentor is doing this amazing conference and they said bring you know bring all your kids and I kind of had to say hey I sort of have a fourth kid and they're so amazing there they said absolutely bring her and it was great to watch these four young people just explode with ideas and the speakers were all tailored to families my mentors just like me big into family first so building the finances, that sort of house of finance, so that you can put your family first. And it was amazing because never have my kids been to a conference where people are talking about making money so that you can do cool things in your life as a family. And once you leave the family, separate from the family, together with the family, all of it. And it was so amazing. And watching all four of these young people sort of have different things that hit them throughout. It was really, really amazing. And I think what I loved the most, because I'm going to give you takeaways, but I think the thing I loved the most is to see them realize what it's like to be around other entrepreneurs, high-level entrepreneurs. To get in this program, they all have to have a pretty good-sized business. And The culture there is amazing. There's no gossip, there's no complaining, there's no negativity. There was no talk of the economy or depressing conversations about what's happening with gas prices or anything. People are thinking bigger. People are living with abundance. They're lifting each other up. They were asking, what can we do for you to my kids and to Sammy? They were amazing. And oh my gosh, Sammy got some resources for her, for her business. She has a a YouTube channel and she's got her hands in a lot of different things. And she was getting a list of resources that so many people don't want to share in the world. So it was such a cool culture for them to get to experience The other fun thing about entrepreneurs that I love is when they come together, it's just my people. When I first met them, I'm like, these are my people. But when they come together, there's no fancy dressing. It's not a fashion show. It's not a who looks better than whom. It's literally jeans and t-shirts and tennis shoes. And most people are wearing their brand swag, which is super fun to walk around and read t-shirts. The one that says, figure it out, Another one, I took a picture of it and I texted it to some people on my team and I put it in my coaching community. It said everything is my fault. And I just cracked up and I went up to him. I said, hey, can I take your picture and explain this to me? And he said, yeah, in my program, that's the mentality we take. We don't blame anyone else for anything. We literally take that high of a level of personal responsibility that everything is our fault. And I thought, oh my gosh, kids, meet this guy. Check this out. And so you could just start up conversations with anybody there. It was just fantastic. And Most people had their children with them. It was supposed to be 12 and up, but some people had some younger kids and they played in the corner. There were little girls making bracelets in the corner. And I asked one little girl if I could buy a bracelet from her. And she came over and she said $2. And I said, no, here's $10. It said joy and it was orange. I mean, hello, well worth $10. And her mom came up to me and thanked me and said, that was so generous. And I was like, no, where else can I get a custom bracelet made and brought to me? I didn't have to go anywhere. I am thrilled. And it was just the most amazing energy. So I really had to do a podcast episode about this because I think so many times we get stuck in our rut and we don't leave home and we don't invest in ourselves and we don't think bigger. We don't surround ourselves with people who we want to be like and who are like us and who share our thoughts and feelings. I always say get in the room. Get in the room with people who are where you want to be. People whose core values align with yours And oh my gosh, I am just still flying high because I got to learn and they got to learn. We got to hang out together and have conversations. It was fantastic. All right, well, let me give you takeaways and hopefully you can take some notes on this and maybe it'll inspire you to do some things like this with your children when the opportunity presents itself. All right, first, I sat in the audience and my mentor taught something I've heard him teach at least a dozen, if not multiple dozen times. (laughs) It was basic, basic things. But instead of sitting there with my arms closed, I listened and I let it hit me on a different level because I was thinking, okay, he's explaining these concepts about running a business to children. What am I meant to get from this? And also I was watching it for how can I explain business to the photographers that I mentor even better but it's funny because so much of the time we get stuck in the I already know that trap and we shut ourselves off we pull out our phone we start scrolling and we tune out but you know what you may have heard it 50 times and the 51st time is one that hits you in a different way where you go oh that's what he meant that's what she meant Because every time I hear it, I'm a different person. A couple months have gone by. I've learned different lessons. I've grown. I always grow because I always invest in myself. It's just a core value of mine. So that's my first lesson is to stop thinking you already know it, even though you may know it, but you're not living it. So it's not into your core. Sometimes photographers will come to like a web training I do or some free free classes or a free challenge I do. And they say, oh, I already know that part. And I ask them, hey, are you getting a $1,500 average and you have as many clients as you want coming in? Because if you're not getting that, at least you're nowhere near having mastered the basics. And guys, the basics are never boring. They never are. It's super simple. Have something worth buying and find a way to thrill people. They will buy it and they will refer you. I love Vince Lombardi, the football coach who would come into these pro players every preseason, pro football players. He would hold up that chocolate brown pig skin and he would say, gentlemen, this is a football, right? They start with running, with footwork, with passing, with catching with tackling the basics. You can win games on the basics. You don't have to get fancy pants to win and to make money. It's back to the basics. Stop looking for magic bullets, fancy secrets, and open your ears and listen to the basics again. Second thing, learn like you're 12. Guys, (laughs) I go to mostly conferences where there are adults and granted, this was catered to kids, but they'd say, who wants to win a t-shirt? And they're standing up on their chairs, freaking out. They're raising their hand when they'd ask, who has a question? Every single kid jumped up. They'd grab the mic and, and someone would say, what's your question? And they'd say, um, I forgot. And they would still be lifted up. People would clap for them and cheer. And it was so amazing. Instead of putting them down and laughing in their face, people lifted them up. And I think as adults, we put that shell around us where we're so worried about what other people think about us. No, go back to your 10, 12-year-old self when you actually didn't care what people thought and you just wanted to learn. You wanted to win things. You wanted to do things. You were open to new things. Do that. Third, belief is a choice, right? Belief is a choice. The people in this room were filled with belief, with conviction, with the belief that what they are doing in the world is changing lives, whether they're teaching mamas how to make money on Amazon, or they're teaching fitness, or they're doing marriage relationship work. It doesn't matter what they were doing. They were modeling for their kids how to believe in something more than the person who needs it and how to make their own economy, right? This room of people, there was no talk about gas prices and recession and how bad the state of everything is right now in their community. They were talking to their kids about, hey, if you can run a business, you can make your own economy. You can support your family and you never have to be dependent on a boss or a job or stuck to a a city you don't wanna be in or in a relationship or whatever it is, right? Right? You can choose to believe in yourself, in your cause, in your mission. Everybody there was mission focused. It was not like, let's all just make money. Literally, people were going around sharing the charities that they've started and the places they've given money and what their kids are doing. There were several youth speakers who were talking about money that they've raised and things that they've done. And it gave me chills and my kids got to hear every word of it. I got to hear every word of it and it just elevated my belief. And I believe strongly in my mission and what I'm doing to put awesome sauce into the world. And I just came home with like explosions out of the top of my head in the belief area. This is a good one and I really love it. Learn to lose and be okay with it. Oh my gosh, you guys, in a room of high-level entrepreneurs, and I'm telling you, when I get in these programs, they are not inexpensive, right? They are, usually I don't even tell my husband how much they are, because I'm afraid he'd flip a gasket, but that's how we make the money, right? It comes back to us, but I know he would probably freak out. But what I love about it is in this room of successful entrepreneurs, They're not bragging about their successes. They're talking about their losses, their failures, their screw-ups, how they lost everything, how they ruined this business and restarted and learned this lesson. How many of you are in a room of people who have done millions of dollars and many lost it? Started over, my mentor had 100 employees and lost everything and had to tell all of these employees the week of Christmas that their job was gone. The week of Christmas. Man, if he can do that, I can get through my little bump in the road. When they're talking about failures, it made me ask, why would we hide from our failures? It was almost like a, not a brag fest. I mean, no one brags about that, but it's it's sort of like, We know how hard that was to go through and we wanna help each other, right? Like I'm at the table saying, oh my gosh, I did that and here are the lessons I learned when I did it wrong the first time. And they're saying, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Thank you so much. And you know what? I did the thing you were talking about and I screwed it up and here's what I learned. And it's like, oh my gosh, you just saved me so many lessons, right? That's why being around the right people in the room is so powerful. The other part I loved about that is they're talking about it in front of their kids, right? They're talking about it in front of their kids. I realized this one day when my twins were high school, like maybe juniors or seniors, and we were having that college talk. And one of them was saying, I just don't like college. I just don't, I don't like school. And they looked at me and they go, You and dad, you guys like school. You liked high school. And I go, dude, what makes you think I liked high school? He goes, oh, well, you did great at it and you loved it and everything. And I said, dude, wow. If I gave you that impression that everything was rosy in high school and college and there were no bumps in the road, I have screwed up. (laughs) So after that, I thought, wow, that's how they see the world because I don't dwell on the negatives. I don't talk about friendships that didn't work out or people that were mean to me or some of the coaching things I went through. I played college volleyball and Anybody who plays college sports, there are hard things to learn. Okay, There is no perfect coach. There's no perfect teammate. You are going to learn hard lessons. And you know what? Those hard lessons have served me in life. They've made me better at business. They've made me a better teammate. They've made me a better leader. But I don't dwell on those lessons or I didn't used to. Until I realized, oh my gosh, my kids think my life has been easy and that I've succeeded at everything. (laughs) I have just screwed up big time because this is not true. And that was when I started realizing I need to share the stories with my kids, the scars, right? The, The lessons that I learned that weigh on my heart and I thought I was doing them a favor by not sharing them. But they need to know that I'm resilient. I can fall down and pick myself back up. Not that I'm perfect and my life was great and good luck to you, right? Because none of us have had a perfect life. And I just always was sort of raised and, and I like the philosophy that I don't dwell on it. I, I deal with it and I move on. And so... That was a big lesson for me. So seeing all of these parents share about their failures, their parenting failures, their business failures, all of them and all these little eyes and ears were sitting there soaking it all in. So they're getting indoctrinated that if I have a business, I get freedom and flexibility, but I'm going to have to fail as I go. Okay. And that's normal, right? It's normalizing failure. Let's all normalize failure. Can we? It just made me feel so loved and so safe in a room with people in t-shirts that say things like, I do hard things. One speaker talked about that and gave us all t-shirts that say, I do hard things. All these young people went home with shirts that say, I do hard things. What's that gonna do for them? And other people saying, it's always my fault. What? My kids are reading these shirts. So what a great great experience to have them look at that shirt and say wait what and then later when something messes up we can refer to that shirt and say hey guys remember when we that guy had that shirt that he said things are always my fault what if we apply that to this situation how can we take personal responsibility here and fix things and in your business when something doesn't go well with a client what a great lesson sure you know they may be a jerk client but in my business my photography studio I don't think I've ever said, wow, I had a really huge jerk client today. It's always like, oh my gosh, someone was really struggling today with making this decision. For example, what did I do? that maybe made it harder for them? Or how could I serve them better? And that's how I created my system that really serves my clients because I was giving too many images for them to pick from. They were getting overwhelmed. So again, it was kind of my fault, wasn't it? Sure, they should have been able to pick, but if I can't narrow them down, how are they going to narrow them down? So I do feel like I've built my business with some of that philosophy, but really seeing someone printed on a t-shirt, I thought, wow, what if everybody in the world went around with the philosophy of, it's my fault. Think how we treat people and how we'd step up and take responsibility. I just love that. Another takeaway I had was from a student speaker. He's a 20-year-old. He's in college and his brother left for school and he needed some money and he didn't have a job. So he went into his brother's closet. Those of you who have siblings, I'm sure you know what's coming here. You're getting ready for it. But he laid out all of his shoes and he showed a picture. There had to be 25, 35 pair of Nike shoes, right? And you guys know shoe people, or maybe you don't, but shoe people aren't like people who buy shoes. (laughs) They're kind of part of a movement of shoe lovers. They collect them. They travel around to find just the right ones. So he had seen the Top Gun movie where evidently Tom Cruise says, don't think, just do. <laughs> Write that down. Sometimes that's just a really good philosophy. So he did that. He didn't think. He just thought, hey, I'm going to go do this. He went and he did it. People say, I don't have any resources. And I love that Tony Robbins says, it's not about resources. It's about being resourceful. He needed money. His brother moved out, left his shoes in the closet. He put them online and started making money. And now he's built this movement. He and his friends go to Nike stores. They've got stores wholesaling them, giving them closeouts. They're putting them online and they have this community of people who are just waiting for that next cool shoe that they find. And he's making major money. So how can you think like a kid Right? How can you think like a kid? What do I need to quit thinking about and just do? I'm not saying sell someone's things that aren't yours. <laughs> or maybe I am. I don't know. <laughs> but it was so refreshing that I think as adults, we get scared. All these fears of mistakes we've made or things that have happened he just went for it. and look it, got him on a stage at a big conference, and it put money in his pocket. He was a really, really cool kid. So it was fun. And it was cool for my kids to see another young person speaking. And doing this, taking action and making money in a business, because they hear my husband and I talk about it. I go to conventions and they go with me and they meet all of these adults. But to see a young person and go, oh my gosh, they're my age or they're a year younger than me and they're doing this. I can do this too, right? It's about belief. And then one of the speakers was a husband and wife team and she had been a cheer coach and she came out really peppy and she said, I'm all about cheering right? Being that cheerleader. And she said, I want you guys to really listen. She said, I want you to cheer for others. And this is what really struck me. She said, when you clap for others, you get a win too. And I get it. Like sometimes you're the cheerleader and you're on the sidelines cheering for the people in the game. But if you think about it, when you are that cheerleader, you're a part of the game. You go home and you say, we won or we lost, not the boys on the basketball court won or whatever. It's the team. You're a part of the team. So they told the kids and all of us adults, but they said cheering for others is a way to be part of the win. And that is powerful because for me, what I took away from that was why is it as adults, We see someone succeed and we get these feelings of either, oh man, why'd that happen to them and not me, right? We kind of see the angry green monster coming out because like I was trying to do that too. Why'd it work for them and not me? Or, or we build up head trash and we go, oh, they succeeded and I'm not succeeding. I might not have what it takes, right? It just, it's not in me. It's not my thing. I should quit. No, I want you to start cheering when you see anybody who has a success in their life, whether it's with their kids or with their job or anybody anywhere. I want you to just make it a core value. When someone gets a win, big or small, you are going to cheer for them. You are going to cheer for them. Make it a core value. Because what it does is it puts a little smile on your face. It should make you think, oh my gosh, I'm a part of that win because I know that person and that is amazing. And if they're doing something and they want it something that you want to do, you smile and you say, hey, if they can do it, I can do it too. Another speaker said, there's more than enough for everyone to have more than enough. There's more than enough for everyone to have more than enough. The overarching theme at this conference was abundance. Granted, we rode a bull. (laughs) We played video games. We were fed food the entire time. We were given t-shirts, a gorgeous leather journal that the kids got that they're going to work for the next 90 days, putting their goals and dreams and hopes down. They got swag. They got shirts. They got water bottles. There was an abundance of everything. That was the overarching theme. And you know, when you get that abundance, when you put yourself in the room, you have to show up. You have to show up. Look, if you've been around me at all, you've heard me talk about the importance of investing in yourself, right? Investing in yourself. We're all like little science projects. We all work differently. Our brains, our bodies, everything about it. And I'm a fan of us learning it sooner rather than later. Yeah, therapy can be great when you're older and you've made mistakes and then you've built up head trash. But what if you're proactive and you do like prehab instead of waiting till you break the ankle in sports, right? We call that rehab. I like prehab, the preventative things you do, which is work on yourself. And I want to pass that on to my kids. I want them to always be learning and growing. And heck, I'm even grabbing other people's kids. And I took Sammy with us and she's going to do amazing things in life. Why can't we all do that, right? Grab somebody's hand and take them with you. Grab your kids' hands and their friends' hands and invest in them. I want them always to be learning and growing because that's where the answers are in education. That's how you get better. That's how they all make the world a better place. So the fact that they were all interested enough in coming with me and learning business was such a highlight for me and watching their eyes sparkle and their brains dance around and them jump up on chairs and clap and make videos, get on the floor, do handstands. Literally, Sammy was doing handstands. That's how cool it was. And that was such a highlight for me. And one of my love languages, if you have done the love language book, Where you, again, take another assessment and see what your love languages are. There are several of them. My top one is acts of service, right? I just, when I come home and someone's washed my car or brought me coffee, like that makes my day. But my second one is quality time. So getting to spend that quality time with my three kiddos and talk about one of my favorite things in the world, which is business and dreams and hopes, it was amazing, and I hope this has inspired you to think bigger for your kids and maybe shift your, and maybe shift your perspective to think more like a kid. Go back to your kid's self and learn with playfulness. Talk to yourself about how you can still learn just because you got out of high school or college and you felt like, oh my gosh, I survived that. I don't have to do education anymore. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. My question for you today is where can you take your kids where they can get poured into with positivity and inspiration that you can go with them? No, don't think, just do. Hey photographer, it's Sarah again with a quick question for you. Do you ever wonder why some photographers make $300 a session and others make $3,000? I know I did. So I dug deep into what's going on and I wrote a book for you called Worth Every Penny. You can get a free copy at joyofmarketing.com forward slash free book. Inside this book, you'll learn four ways to price your photography and why there's just one pricing strategy that attracts the best clients. What to do when you need clients and why paying for ads doesn't work and what to do instead that's way cheaper the do's and don'ts of social media, what most photographers are doing wrong that lowers their profits, and what to do instead. I'm not sure there's a book on the planet that more photographers have read. 23,124 photographers have it already, so I want you to have it too. Grab your copy of the hardcover book free here. Just pay a little for shipping and handling at joyofmarketing.com forward slash free book Okay friend, I'm a little embarrassed to admit this, but I didn't know how to subscribe to a podcast. I know, I know. I'm new to this whole podcast world, but I figure, heck, if I didn't know, maybe you didn't know either. So here's the scoop. If you want to get notified on your phone each time I drop a new podcast, do this. First, if you're on an iPhone, open up the podcast app on your iPhone, type in Worth Every Penny Joycast, and you'll see a tiny purple subscribe button. Just tap it and voila. Now you'll be the first to know when there's a new episode and it'll be delivered right to your phone. So you can hit play during carpool, your drive to a session or during your workout without having to search for it. And while you're there, if you wanna tap the five star button to review it, it's how we get the word out to other photographers who may be struggling and need help too. From your computer, you can subscribe to this podcast through the iTunes store. And if you're on an Android phone, you can listen via the Google Play Music app. And as always, this Joycast is 100% free to you.